Hello, and welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie Inch. This podcast will entail truthful, transparent conversation about everyday life and the lessons learned. This podcast is for everyone from teenagers to the elderly. Although some topics discussed may be rated R, every topic is based on living life and learning life lessons. Before I start today's topic, I'd like to state this disclaimer that I am not an expert and everything discussed in this podcast is the independent opinion and reality of myself. Today's topic I chose was growing up black. I also want to state that some of these things are universal to other ethnicities and cultures, but I call it growing up black because, of course, as you can see, I am black. And these are things that are commonly known that were commonly done in black households. So please don't take any offense if this happened and you're Indian or you're Hispanic or you're Caucasian. These things may have happened in your household as well, but I can't say growing up white or growing up Hispanic because I'm not white and Hispanic. So that's why I call this topic growing up black because the majority of the things that I'm going to discuss happen in black households because I am black. So the first thing that I want to talk about, and this happens in mostly all households, not just black households, is most things are always repurposed from their original form in a black household. I don't care what it is your grandmother or your mother or your father found another purpose or use for something. I know when I was growing up, the, the grease used to come in a, it used to be Crisco. It used to come in a Crisco can, original grease that came in a Crisco can. After the grease was used out of the Crisco can, we would use that Crisco can to hold old grease. So like if you fried chicken, you poured the old grease in that can for you to use at a later time. <laughs> and the cookie tin, everybody used to get cookies around holiday time, these Danish cookies and the little blue cookie tin. The cookie tin never had cookies in it. It was either used for condiments from the Chinese restaurant or extra ketchup packets, or some people use it as a sewing kit and all of the needles and threads and everything was in that cookie tin. The dish towel that we used to dry the dishes was also a pot holder. <laughs> we used that as a pot holder when getting things out of the oven. Also, growing up black, we were taught to keep all of the plastic bags from the store in the cabinet. Why were we taught that by our parents and grandparents? I have no idea. But to this day, as grown as I am, I have a plastic bag cabinet full of plastic bags. And of course, I find uses for them, but it's like, I don't need all those plastic bags. Why do we have a cabinet full of plastic bags? Also, growing up black, Robitussin was used to cure everything if you got sick. You got a headache, your grandmother gave you Robitussin. Your throat hurt, you got Robitussin. Your leg hurt, you got Robitussin. Robitussin was the medicine to give for everything when you were sick, when you were a kid. My grandmother robitussin you to death. I don't know about anybody else, but in most black households, you were not allowed to call anyone a liar. You had to say they were telling a story or they were fibbing. And I never really understood how we couldn't call anyone a liar. But my grandmother used to always say, you lie faster than a dog can lick his ass. So how you can say somebody's a liar, but we weren't allowed to say anybody's a liar. You said somebody was lying, baby, you got your ass bust in my household. You weren't allowed to run in and out your parents' house. 
if you went outside, you stayed outside all day. I don't care if you had to pee. I don't care if you had to do number two. I don't care what it is. Once you went outside, you stayed outside all day because there was no running in and out the house. Also, growing up black. And I just sometimes be thinking, like, where did our parents and grandparents get this shit from? You weren't allowed to flick the lights off and on. My grandmother used to be like, stop flicking my light off and on. You're making my um, Con Edison bill hot. As an adult, I'm saying to myself, you think of the things that your grandmother or your mother said to you growing up, and you like, flicking the lights off and on make the Connors in Bell High. Since when? I still don't believe that to this day, but <laughs> that's what growing up black, you learned. And I'm pretty sure you heard your grandmother or your mother tell you not to flick your lights off and on. Also, growing up black, Sundays, we all know what Sundays was. You were woke up early Sunday morning to music blasting because it was time to do what? Clean the house. The music was blasting and that was the day that everything got cleaned in the house. Now, if your family was a church family, then you did that on Saturday. You were woke up to music blasting and you cleaned on Saturday because Sunday you had to go to church. But for those of us who didn't go to church, Sunday was the day that we... Well, we're woken up to music lasting because we had to clean up the house and do chores. That means the whole house got cleaned on Sunday. Living room, bedrooms, kitchen, dining room, vacuum, mop, sweep, everything on the Sunday. I know this is something that I don't stick to it as an adult, but I know my grandmother was like that. You ate what was cooked or you didn't eat at all. And I can tell you there was a plenty of nights that I went to bed and I didn't eat. If I stayed at my grandmother's house, because if she cooked something that I didn't like, it, there was no cooking a second meal. There was no, well, you could eat what you find. There was none of that. If I was at my grandmother's house, she was like that. So I didn't like liver growing up. So whenever she cooked liver, if I was there, I did not eat liver. <laughs> if she cooked okra, okra soup, okra, whatever, I did not eat okra. Ooh, I couldn't stand okra. Couldn't stand liver, couldn't stand okra. Don't eat salmon, croquettes. I don't eat any of that. So if I was at my grandmother's house and she made those things, my ass ain't eat. I don't abide by that in my house now, but growing up, that's how my grandmother was. And that's how she did things. And I honestly, as an adult, I see why she was like that because my children, they have an option. You know, I'll cook dinner and if they don't want to eat what I cook, then they got to find whatever they want that's in the kitchen. I allow them to do that because, you know, I don't want them to go to bed and not eat. But it causes a lot of confusion and it, it gives your kids, it gives them the ability to think they don't have to eat what you cook after you spend time in your kitchen, after working all day or doing whatever. And then they don't want to appreciate the meal that you cook for them. So I get why my grandmother did that as I became a parent. I don't do that to my children. But growing up black, you ate what was cooked or you didn't eat at all. Also, this is something that I grew up on and I stick to it. If you stayed home from school sick, you couldn't do nothing else that day but stay in the house because you were sick. You couldn't laugh because it was like, oh, what you laughing at? You was just so sick this morning. You were not allowed to do anything if you stayed home from school sick. I am that way now with my children. You too sick to go to school, then you too sick to go to basketball practice, you too sick to go outside, you too sick to go to, to the store. You can't do nothing if, you, if you're so sick. I definitely am that way now. 
another thing that we used to do in, in black households and probably in other households as well, but you know, since I'm black, I'm going to say in black households is we used to sneak on the phone to call our friends, to tell them to call us back because for some reason, your mother or grandmother said when you made an outgoing call, it ran up the phone bell. And as I became an adult, I'd be thinking about some of the stuff that my mother and my grandmother used to say to me. And I'm like, they, they were bugged out. They would just make it shit up because that is not true. But I do know calling somebody is not going to run up your phone bill because, but again, as a kid, I don't know that it's a set price that you pay for your phone bill. It doesn't go according to the outgoing calls or incoming calls or whatever. But we used to sneak on the phone and be like, hey, call me right back. Because incoming calls, if you got an incoming call, it was cool. But you weren't even able to stay on the phone long because we didn't have call waiting. So you couldn't tie up the phone because your parents were always waiting for an important call, only for the important call to be an aunt or a cousin or a good friend so that they could sit on the phone and kiki and laugh it up and gossip. It's like, you talk about the call, the, you tying up the phone, we tying up the phone away from the important call. That call ain't even important. But that's how it was growing up black. Growing up black, because I said so, was the answer to most of the questions you ask your parents. Anything you ask your parents or your grandparents growing up black, they didn't give you an answer and explain things to you. The answer was, because I said so. <laughs> Another thing, growing up black, you heard all of these sayings as a kid, and had no fucking idea what the fuck they meant growing up black. A hard head make a soul fast. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? You made your bed, now lay in it. If you did not hear those three sayings growing up, you did not grow up black. Because I swear, everybody's parents and grandparents said those three sayings. And it was like, you're a kid. What the hell does a hard head make a soft ass mean? As you got older, you understood what it meant. But I didn't know what the fuck that meant as a little girl. A hard head make a soft ass. What that mean? My butt is already soft. But baby, the what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Took me for a very long time to understand what the fuck that meant. I really didn't understand what that meant. And you made your bed now lay in it. I learned the meaning of that when I was a teenager. But if you didn't hear those sayings, you did not grow up in a black household. Because I swear it seemed like everybody must have had those sayings written on a wall. Because every black household parent said that to their children. It's like, do y'all have like a fucking a book of things that go on that everybody does the same shit in their house because if we was ha having a conversation i was having a conversation with my friend and i was saying something that my grandmother said my, friend, my mother used to my mother said that to me the other day and it was just to be like yeah all of that shit was said to you growing up black growing up black and i'm sure this is not just growing up black but again i keep reiterating i'm black so i'm saying growing up black but before you went to the grocery store, any store with your mother or grandmother, you were told, when we get in the store, don't ask for nothing. <laughs> that is something. I found myself telling my kids that, but most of the time, I really didn't stick to it because my kids beg for every fucking goddamn thing in the store all the time. But my grandmother, oh, she stuck to that shit. You better not ask her for nothing because she would give you this look, honey, and that look alone scared the shit out of you. So you knew if she said don't ask for nothing when you go in that store, you better not ask for shit when you go in that store. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
another thing growing up black because mcdonald's was a thing when we were younger and i don't really care for mcdonald's now it definitely does not taste the same they chicken nuggets does not taste the same i haven't had a hamburger from mcdonald's in probably about 20 something years i have not ate a burger from mcdonald's but when we were growing up and growing up black and you asked for mcdonald's you were always told you got mcdonald's money <laughs> that was something that was always told to you when you asked for mcdonald's growing up black you got mcdonald's money baby another thing which i'm sure this happened and other households as well is when your parents told you to stop doing something before you got hurt and you continue to do it not listening being hard-headed and you end up getting hurt the first thing they would say to you was good for you that's what you get for not listening it was never no oh let me check on you to make sure you okay oh let me make sure you didn't break your leg or you didn't hurt you you could be bleeding from your eyeball and your mother or your grandma was telling you good for you that's what you get for not listening <laughs> You be somewhere dying and they somewhere telling you it's good for you. Cause like, yeah, cause I told you to stop doing it. Growing up black before Tupperware came out, we used everything as Tupperware before we had actual Tupperware. So the Chinese restaurant used to give the plastic cups for iced tea or whatever. We used to use that as a Tupperware bowl. <laughs> I mean, when I say we didn't have, actual tupperware like something got turned into tupperware that wasn't tupperware the butter container that was our tupperware we would store food in there put aluminum for you on the top of it and put it in the refrigerator the country crock that's the name of the butter my grandma used to buy country crock butter and that was our tupperware bowl the big things of ice cream the no frills big i think it was like a gallon i can't recall because i don't even really see them too much now that big tub of ice cream but that was some type of um either Tupperware or when I got older and I started having my own kids, I used to use the big ice cream thing as my daughter's hair barrette holder. Like I would buy all her barrettes and dump them in there. Growing up black, when you were cleaning and you cleaned the bathroom, you dumped the comment because we used to use common or Ajax in the tub and just let it sit there before you cleaned the bathroom. <laughs> like you had to let it marinate in the tub before you cleaned the bathroom. You would just dump the comment in there and then go and start doing something else for however long and then come back and clean it up. That's growing up black. Growing up black, your parents blasted, blasted all of the songs. Lionel Richie, Whitney Houston, Diana Ross, cause baby, on the weekends, those songs were blasting in your house Saturday and Sunday morning. You knew all those songs. You in the house singing, no pain no game are <laughs> you in the house singing i'm not your superwoman don't know what the lyrics behind these songs mean but because your parents played these songs so much you knew the song word for word to this day i know no pain no gain front to back because that was one of my mother's favorite songs that and karen white superwoman i know word for word to this day i stopped living with my mother when i was six years old and I remember them songs because she used to play them every morning when I was a little girl. Every time, not every morning, but every weekend morning. And again, I did not live with my mother. I, I stopped living with her. She, you know, I stopped living with my mother when I was, actually I was five years old. 
1986 and I turned six at the end of the year was the last time that I lived with my mother. And I still remember those songs from a little girl. She used to blast those songs every weekend morning. So again, I stated all of those things and I'm pretty sure there's quite a, a whole bunch of more things that happened in other people's household as well. But growing up black, those are like a lot of the common things that happen in our household. And I am proud to say that I grew up black and I am proud to say that some of these things and I have these memories of these things and I could look back and I could say like, oh my God, like we used to do this. Or like sometime when me and my homegirls get together, we start comparing how, you know, things were done so similar in our households and we didn't live in the same house or our parents weren't even friends. Like we were friends as kids, but our parents or our grandparents weren't friends, but things were so being done so similar in our households. And then if you look at it even today, like as you're raising your kids or you're living in your household, how you and, you know, your girlfriends might do so many things similar. And you like, I wonder, is it just like a thing? Or is it just like a people thing or like a thing thing? Like we just get each other. I don't know what it is, but I know growing up black, I wouldn't change it and I wouldn't have it any other way. Definitely learned a lot. I definitely learned that our parents and grandparents just used to be telling us shit just to tell us shit because it was not really like the truth. Something else that we did growing up black, our parents and grandparents taught us not to eat the end of the bread the first piece of, not to eat the first slice of the bread, which is the end of the bread, that the end of the bread is supposed to touch. And you're not supposed to eat the end of the bread because it kept the bread fresh. And as an adult, I'm like, that is not true. And I don't even like the end of the bread. So I don't eat them at all. I throw them in the garbage. But growing up, if you wanted to eat the end of the bread or you were the type of person who ate the end of the bread, you could not eat the end of the bread until it was to the end of the bread were touching. And the rationale for that was because it kept the bread fresh. You don't think about it as a kid, but as an adult, how is a piece of bread that's at the back of the bread keeping the, the front of the bread fresh? Like it just didn't make any sense, but it was like so many things that our parents told us and taught us. We just went along with it because, you know, of course they're our elderly, they're our parents, they're responsible for us, they're telling us. But then as you become an adult, you start to realize like, some of that shit was bullshit and some of that shit was not true, but we just kept it going and followed suit because that's how we were taught. But I know for a fact, you can eat the first piece of bread and the loaf of bread and your bread is still going to be the same. It ain't going to change the freshness of the bread. But again, that's things that we were taught and that our parents taught us for whatever reason. I have no idea. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Is It Just Me podcast. Hope you join me next week where we're going to discuss quality over quantity and friendships and relationships. Thank you. Have a good day.